Welcome back to the Lash Business Lounge. I am your host, Lauren Lappin, and this is the place where we talk all things lash and beauty business related. Hello and welcome back. Today, I am going to be talking about setting income goals and why it's so important and actually sharing how you can actually hit them for your business this year. And I thought that it's high time we talk about revenue goals again. I have mentioned uh, goal setting and especially in regards to income and revenue in your business. I think I did it around the start of the financial year, but a lot of people, you know, get excited and they reset and, you know, reassess their life and their business and their goals at the start of any year, a calendar year rather than the financial year. But I thought that I would talk about it again because it was a really, really popular episode and a lot of you messaged me and, you know, thanked me for breaking it down. So I'm going to go over it again today. I'll add a little bit more. And yeah, I've got a little uh, special offer for you at the end as well. If you are interested in growing your business and doubling your profit this year. So just to start off with, I just want to go over why you would set income goals or in particular, why I started setting them. Now, when I started my business, uh, I think I've mentioned before that I have no formal business training. I didn't even do business studies or commerce or anything like that at school. Looking back now, and I really wish that I had of because I feel like it really would have helped me. But, you know, I chose the um, airy-fairy subjects like history and art and drama, which really have no, they haven't enriched my life at all. But (laughs) anyway, when I started my salon, I was just flying by the seat of my pants. I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. All that I knew how to do was make clients happy and like obviously do a really good job at the beauty services that I was providing, but I I knew how to keep clients happy and I knew how to keep them coming back. So That part was easy. And I also knew how to market myself. I feel like that kind of come naturally. I was good at taking photos of my work. And I I suppose I got in sort of in the early days of social media. You know, Instagram was kind of just gaining popularity back in 2014 here in Australia. And yeah, I started posting back then. So I kind of got in early and I, I did a lot of that groundwork early on. Uh, so I I never really had a problem growing my clientele or running out of clients. That's why my business did grow really, really quickly. But I didn't know what I was doing money-wise or yeah, any any sort of like of the the back-end administration type stuff. Uh, I remember uh, my accountant, Prior to getting an accountant in my first year of business, I just had paper receipts and, you know, I just thought, oh, I just need to keep these in case I ever get audited. But then I remember I I started going to an accountant and started taking myself a little bit more seriously. And they said, you've got to get this bookkeeping system or an accounting system called Zero, which I think is pretty popular around the world now, I think. It was the founder of Zero is from New Zealand, I think. 
yeah, it's grown massively now. And it's it's like a MYOB or a QuickBooks or, or whatever. So quite similar, but very, very user-friendly. But the thing was, I had no idea why I needed an accounting system. I don't know why I had to go through statement lines and allocate different things to consumables or, you know, rent. I had no idea why I even had to do that. So I was really fumbling my way through. Obviously, now I know that's all really important stuff that needs to be done. So if you are not already doing that, I know I've gone off on a little tangent here, but you know, if you have just started and, you know, you're running spreadsheets of all your expenses and things like that, keeping paper receipts, please see your accountant or a bookkeeper. Or if you don't have an accountant or a bookkeeper, please go get one. Best investment you'll ever make. You need a good accountant if you want to have a good business. But yeah, certainly using a cloud-based accounting system is the go. But yeah, I, I had no idea why. And I was just fumbling through. I was just trying to make as much money as I could, but I wasn't really tracking anything. I wasn't tracking my profit. I wasn't tracking how much I was spending. At the end of the day, I guess there was always a lot of money in the bank account. So I knew that I was doing something right, but I didn't actually know how to examine my numbers or anything like that. So Thinking back over that now, I should have learnt, I should have done some sort of training or something, but that's okay. We're here now and we got through it. I just paid people to tell me what to do. <laughs> but yeah, so I was really fumbling and I grew my business. I had a few staff members and I think fast forward to uh, early 2018, I was kind of, I was in my accounting system and I was looking at how much money my salon had brought in, in total. So our total business revenue. And I was looking at the months, I was looking, you know, I think zero made it all into a pretty graph or something like that. And it was quite up and down, you know, each month would be, you know, one month would be $12,000 up and then the next month would be down and the next month I might have made $5,000 more than the month before and then it'd be down again a little bit and then it'd go up again and it was kind of all over the place. And I mean, we, like, don't get me wrong, we were making money. We always made a profit. You know, the the outgoings didn't exceed the incoming revenue, so which is a good thing. But I just felt like it was a little bit all over the place and I started to think, okay, well, I'm not even like – making a goal. Like, I, th I think I should be trying to get better each month, you know, do more, sell more, get more clients, you know, optimize each client and, and just increase and grow. So, I started tracking everything. And, you know, I would look at why certain months we'd be earning less, you know, if I'd have someone on leave or, you know, if it was going into winter or something like that, where typically it gets a little bit quieter. And I started to see trends and then I decided that I actually wanted to set goals and I wanted my team to be on board with it. So uh, it was very, very scary for me in the beginning. I knew that I had to be transparent about the income that we were making and a lot of salon owners don't feel comfortable sharing how much their salon's making with their team or setting total revenue goals just because they feel it's private information. But, you know, I'm 
going to tell you that your team knows exactly how much <laughs> your salon's making. You know, if you've got them there and they're closing up the salon at the end of the day and you've got them performing some sort of end of day procedure where they are settling the FPOS machines and they're counting the cash in the till and they're, you know, looking at everything in your booking system and making sure that everything balances, they know exactly how much you are making each day. And, you know, people aren't silly. They can work it out in their heads or they might have worked it out on a calculator, you know, how much how much your business is making. So don't hold back. Be transparent about it. But if you are going to do this, you need to be transparent about your outgoings as well. So at least twice a year, I will just run over, hey, guys, I know that we set these big revenue goals each month and a lot of these monthly totals are way more than you even earn in a total year. And, you know, the salon's doing this in a month, like, you know, maybe sometimes double what you earn in a year. But I want you to know that I don't take all that money away. Like, unfortunately, you know, I spend this amount a month on wages. I spend this on super. I spend this on tax. I spend this on rent and overheads, like uh, utilities and all that sort of stuff. I spend this much on insurance. I save for all your sick pay and holiday pay and things like that. We spend this amount on consumables. We spend this amount on retail. And they sort of start to realise that, yes, we are bringing these big numbers, but there's a lot of outgoings as well, a lot of responsibilities. And, you know, I'm not just pocketing the total amount. So I'm, I'm completely transparent about that. I never, ever share my profit with my team, but I definitely share the revenue and I do remind them that there is a lot of outgoings and responsibilities that I have to bear as the business owner. So that sort of makes it a little bit easier to discuss with the team. But I always set a revenue goal now each month. And ever since I've done that, each month has always been better. You know, yes, there are still a few months that we don't hit our goal, but we'll only miss it by, you know, a thousand bucks or something like that. And what I say to my business coaching clients is because a lot of people are scared to set revenue goals or any goals at all, really, because, you know, if you put it out there to the world that you want to do something and you don't get it, oh, my God, like it's the worst thing that's going to (laughs) happen. But if you actually stop and think about it, it's definitely not the worst thing that could happen. You know, if your salon is, you know, consistently bringing in, say, I'm just going to throw some figures out there. You know, if you're consistently bringing $15,000 a month in your business and you make a goal for 18000 and you don't hit it, but you get to 17000 you still earn more money than if you hadn't have set a goal anyway. So don't be scared to miss. You're probably not going to achieve your goals. There is some statistic that I heard, like you'll only hit about 40% of your goals and sometimes it actually takes more time than what you say you want it to be, but you do eventually get there if you have that goal in place. So I can't remember who said it, sorry. Um, I'll have to look it up and let you know. But yeah, and if you're hitting it more than 40% of the time, your goals aren't big enough. So that point really hit home for me because we do hit our goal a lot and I'm going, "Mm, maybe I am not setting these high enough. We need to go a little bit higher. So Since I started setting goals with my team, my salon has grown exponentially. Uh, It's only been a good thing, a positive thing. I do a team reward each month and 
yeah, like the team have fun doing it. They actually like achieving it. We all celebrate together. It's really, really rewarding. But you certainly, you know, you don't have to um, miss out if you don't have a team. You can still set revenue goals if you work on your own and you can still celebrate on your own. And I think uh, that putting some sort of reward in place for when you do hit those targets is really, really, really powerful. You know, and at the beginning of the month, you need to decide what the reward will be. And if you do hit the goal, don't not give yourself the reward. You need to follow through and actually do it because (laughs) you won't feel, you know, I think it's, I know I'm going off on a tangent again, but I feel like we're all just chasing the carrot a lot of the time. We move the goalposts. We set a goal, we achieve it, we don't celebrate it and we, we make it harder. And I think when we don't celebrate it, you know, there's very little joy involved and, you know, it can get a bit monotonous. Um, So I think that it's really, really important to celebrate and reward yourself for achieving these things in your business and in your life. Also, you know, it's really important to have a why as well behind your goal because it's not enough to just say you want to make more money. Obviously, you need to set an amount because if your goal is to just make more money, If you make $1 more than what you did last month, you've achieved that goal. So it needs to be something set in stone. It needs to be a figure that you're you're reaching for, but you need to have a purpose behind it. So with our revenue goal and my monthly revenue goals that I celebrate with my team, you know, we choose a reward that we're all excited to do. And that's why, like I'm, I'm always trying to be better, do better than what I did yesterday, what I did last month. I always want to be growing and evolving. So that's my purpose. It's not so much the money anymore. And the more profit that my salon makes, the more I can actually educate my team. We can do fun stuff. We can have new equipment. We can do more training. We can go to more conferences and things like that. We can celebrate, you know, an amazing Christmas party at the end of the year because there's more money to be able to do those things and more freedom within the business to be able to grow and nurture your staff. So I think, you know, that is my purpose behind setting these goals. It's not so much the money anymore because we we do pretty well. The money always comes anyway. It does seem to come naturally when you are focused on serving other people. So yeah, you need to have a why. And for a lot of you, it might be, you know, that you want to take your family on a holiday or, you know, you want to use the extra money you've made to do more courses or you want to get a business mentor or, you know, you want to retire a parent or you want to retire your husband or your husband can go part-time or your partner or, or whoever. But we all we all have different whys and it's really important to know what yours is before you set any goal in your life because you just won't stay motivated to achieve it. But anyway, getting back to the main point of how to actually set your income goals, uh, I'm just going to run through how you would break down a goal so it feels a lot more achievable for you because a lot of us look at these big numbers like, you know, you might be trying to hit six figures in your business. So you might be trying to do over $100,000 in your beauty business in the year and it seems like a lot of money to you. It's like this mountain, you know, that's going to be impossible to climb. So you really need to break it down 
into small chunks and then you'll be able to see how easy it is to actually achieve it. So first example, solo operator. If you are going for the magical six figures or over six figures, I'm going to use 150000 as an example. On your own, so $150,000 divided by 12 months in the year, it actually breaks it down to $12,500 per month. So you need to make $12,500 per month if you want to make that 150 k Now, breaking that down further, if we divide that 12500 a month by four weeks, that gives us 3,125 per week. Now, we want to break down that weekly amount and just say you work five days a week. So 3,125 per week divided by five days is $625 per day. So it's not too bad, yeah? Now, if you're pricing yourself at $100 minimum per hour, which I hope you are, you know, that's really only five to six clients a day, depending on what you're doing. Like, obviously, if you're doing shorter services like brows um, or waxing, it's going to be, you know, a few more clients than just five or six. But if you're doing lashes or, you know, cosmetic tattooing, nails, anything like that, it's going to be around five to six clients a day if you are charging yourself out at a minimum of $100 an hour. Breaking that down even further, that's $625 per day. If you divide that by 7.6 working hours, which is the average amount of hours you would work if you're working full-time, you've only got to make $82.23 per hour on average. So I've broken that big figure of $150,000 down to the hour. So 8223 if you're bringing in 82.23 consistently on average per hour for every hour that you work during that year, you'll be able to make 150K. It doesn't seem quite as hard when you break it down. For some people, they may not even need to break it down to the hour. Uh, you know, for some of you, just breaking it down to the $3,125 per week that might actually make your brain go, okay, oh, I'm consistently making two and a half K a week. I've only got to do a few more clients to get to that 3,125. And then I'm doing 150K for the year. I'm making my goal. So you may not need to break it down further. But yeah, I just, I love doing this because it really makes it a lot easier to understand how achievable it can be. And also too, if, if, you know, you set this crazy goal of like, because goals need to be measurable and you need to actually work out if it is achievable too. So, you know, if you set a goal of 150K and you break it down to, you know, I need to be making $625 a day if I'm working five days, but you know that you're not even making a quarter of that a day in your business, you know that that $150,000 figure is way too high for you. So you might want to adjust your goal. You might want to bring it down to $90,000 or something like that and then break it down again and see what's going to push you out of your comfort zone but not be totally out of, you know, out of reach. 
because it's no good setting a goal that is completely out of reach. It's not fun because you just won't get there and then you'll feel really defeated and you won't want to ever set a goal again. So it has to be measurable. It has to be achievable as well, but it needs to push you outside of your comfort zone. It can't be too easy because you'll feel the same. You won't feel like it was an accomplishment when you actually get there. Now, in comparison, I've gone a little bit higher with this breakdown for those of you who have salons with teams. So I am going to use $550,000 in a year. So just over the half mil mark, 550K in 12 months means that you need to make 45,834 per month. So nearly 46K a month you need to be doing if you want to make just over the half mil mark. So that 45,834 divided by four weeks in a month gives you 11,459 per week. $11,500 a week you need to be making in your beauty business to get over the half mil. Now, this is where staff comes into it. So if you have a team and you are working in your business as well, just say you've got three staff and you are working some pretty big hours still in your business. So say we want to divide this by four staff because we want to see how much each staff member has to earn per week. So if we divide that 11,459 per week by four staff, it's 2,865 each per week that they need to make. So at this point, if you know that your team are not even making half of that, that $550,000 goal might be too far out of reach for this year. You might want to lower it, do this breakdown again and see what you come out at. So just say, for example, they're only making $1,800 a week each and you're going to try for a lower amount, just say a $400,000 or $350,000 or something like that. And, you know, their weekly target comes in at $2,500. So it's going to be a little bit of a push for them to get there but it's still achievable. So just getting back to the calculations, 2,865 each per staff member per week. So then I'm going to break that 2,865 down by five days. Just say your staff all work five days each. So they only need to make $573 a day. So $573 a day is pretty achievable per staff member. And then breaking it down to the hour, $573 uh, divided by 7.6, which is the average amount of hours worked in a day, is $75 an hour, which to me is quite achievable because I price my, you know, all of my services at over $100 an hour in my salon. So $75 an hour is kind of low. So if this was me and I was working with four staff, I would probably reassess that goal and make it higher because I know that my team consistently brings in over $100 an hour for every hour that they work. So it goes both ways here. You can reverse engineer this and, you know, you break it down to the hour and go, hmm, actually, that's going to be pretty achievable. Let's make this big overarching goal of 550000 you know, let's make it 700K. (laughs) Well, that's something that I would do anyway. But, you know, if you're at that level and you want to break it down and you want to get serious about this, you know, it's it's definitely worth doing. And if you want to grow your business this year, 
I do recommend that you do set some income goals for your business. Like I said, even if you're working alone, uh, this is so important just to stay motivated and, you know, keep focused. But that is how you would break it down if you've got staff. So you just add that extra step in at the weekly point when you work out how much you need to earn per week, you break it up by how many staff you have. So that is the difference uh, between a solar operator and a salon with a team. But now that you know how to actually set your goals, you know, it's one thing to set your goal, but you need to actually know how to achieve them, how to hit them. And that all goes into uh, how you price your services, how you time your services and, you know, knowing your numbers and knowing what your outgoings and, you know, how much money you're making and how much each client spending with you and looking at bumping those numbers up. So I am going to be teaching all this in a masterclass that's happening next week. Now you can jump into this if this is something you are serious about for 2023, um, you know, hitting your income goals and increasing your profit. So today we've just been talking about revenue, but I want to teach you how to increase your profit because it's all well and good to make 550k say for example but if you're spending 500k of that and you've only got a $50,000 profit you know you may as well be working in somebody else's salon for them and not have any stress so in my master class that I'm running next week I'm going to be showing you all of this in an hour it is a live zoom call super interactive you will get to ask questions you'll be on live I'll be teaching you how to know your numbers, niche down your offering to bring in more profit and set your service times correctly. So if you want in, the link is in the show notes and also you can head to my Instagram. So if you're not following me already, my handle is Lauren Lappin underscore. So L-A-U-R-E-N-L-A-P-P-I-N underscore. And you can just head to the link in my bio and get your ticket. So that's all I've got for you today. I will see you all online soon.